0: Right, welcome to uh, well a special edition of the, of the Manufactured Leaders podcast, something quite different today. So this is to um, introduce the Manufacturers Ramble On event that we schedule for Friday the 17th of November at uh, 12 o'clock, 12.15 start. So I'm really pleased, really excited by this. And look, today is just literally just to tell you a bit about it. Hope you can get involved. Um, I have with me well, I better I'll introduce myself and let these two introduce themselves. So, so my name is Mark Bracknell, I'm the managing director of Theo James Recruitment. We've got Ollie Bell. Go for it, Ollie.
1: Yes, I'm Ollie Bell. I am um I call myself a workplace well-being specialist, which is a ridiculous title because it's just a made-up thing, isn't it? But um I do I go into workplaces and help them look at their well-being strategies and their well-being projects to try and create environments and places where people want to be where they can be themselves, where they can find the support that they need and where they can thrive. So that's my background. Thank you.
2: My name's Adam Black. I'm a project manager at AR Power. Um, This whole thing in mental health is very very important to me. Um, So this whole idea and concept that Oliver and and Mark have, have jumped on is a bit of a baby for all of us. So it's going to be something that's very exciting to move forward forward with and hopefully the weather's a bit better than the storm that's on the northeast <laughs> at the moment
0: yeah exactly that and uh look uh, firstly thank you because this was this was your idea it's some of you brought to us i think it's tremendous um and you were initially the person that put me in contact with ollie when he came on podcast many months ago so i think it's uh hopefully we've got a good team to to get this sorted ollie if you don't mind coming to you uh, just ask this question because The podcast we did, the episode was really powerful and and that episode alone, I got a lot of messages that helped a lot of people. Um, This is a a really important event for a number of reasons to create funds, but also to create awareness and it's create awareness of of mental health. Um, Why is this event and doing things like this important, would you say?
1: Um, It's interesting that people have reached out to you because for me, that tells me that There's a need for this still. We've been talking about mental health and mental health in society and and about the unfortunate deaths from suicides. And and it's so important that we continue to talk about that. But I feel like people watching the video that you and I did and people reaching out to you probably tells us that there's still a a, a lot of space in in this field. There's still a lot of gaps that need to be filled. I think um, the taboo and the stigma that surrounds mental ill health is getting better. I think we're probably doing a better job of talking more openly about it. I mean, looking at us three around this virtual table now, like 20, 30, 10 years ago, people who look like us didn't have these conversations. I know that my dad didn't. I know that his granddad didn't. And I think that that's probably the fact that we're here today is is probably credit to the effort that both of you and, and, and others in society have done to try and address the stigma and the taboo that surrounds mental ill health. But I think there's still a long way to go because although people feel comfortable to go, I'm happy to support you. I'm happy to accept you if you are still struggling. I think there's still a barrier in people openly talking about how they feel and how they're behaving, but there's also a gap in knowing what to do when people do come to us and tell us that they're not feeling great. And I suppose the point of this walk was to, as you say, raise funds for an amazing charity. Initially that's, that's kind of one of the things that drew me to Adam's idea, because, Andy's Man Club are an amazing charity built off the back of an unfortunate death. Um, Andy, um, who died as a result of suicide. And I believe it was his brother or or his brother-in-law, one of his family members who'd started a peer support group, just an opportunity for men to get together and to talk about life and and talk about mental health. And they're really, really powerful. I, I follow them on social media and I think they had... Uh, I think they meet every Monday and I think this Monday just gone, they had over 6,000 people meet 400 of whom were new, like with that was the first time going, like that is really, really powerful. So getting people together to donate, to keep things like that going is stuff that we still need in society. Um, But another reason why I want to get involved in this is to try and offer some of my experiences and some of my insights that I've gathered throughout the years of talking about these things and, and talk about particular topics and have conversations with people who might be struggling. They might be business leaders. They might be managers. They might be um, people who are looking after other people. And sometimes looking after other people brings with it confusion, frustration, anxiousness, anxieties. Um, and, I, and I think there's some probably quite simple techniques and tools that I could potentially offer those people on this walk, which might alle- alleviate a few of those. Yeah. So that's why I'm involved and why I think it's so important.
0: Excellent. Thanks. I really appreciate that. And Adam, look, you were there brains behind this idea and uh i think it's superb so thank you very much for again for for organizing it why is it important to you you know why did this do you first think this would be a good idea
2: um i think just what I, ollie touched on a little bit before I'll be honest with you mark um i think the door is opening to a lot of men talking around mental health more but that door is creaky it needs a lot of oil on those hinges to make sure that it's it's open sadly people don't talk or people don't generally admit to themselves. They have got a problem. Um, sadly in 2015, um, my uncle lost his life to suicide. Um, he didn't talk. He then, um, sadly had a failed suicide attempt a week before he was successful in his suicide attempt. Um, his friends had found him. His friends then didn't talk to anybody else. There wasn't any support there they thought they could deal with it themselves as a close-knit sadly that wasn't the case um from that moment my mental health um changed path Uh, i then got some some therapy which was unbelievable and that opens your mind a lot to that but the therapy essentially is just talking yes you're talking to a professional but they're just asking the right questions they're listening you're talking, you've opened that door, but you've only opened that door because it's a professional, so you think that's the right time to do it. However, in reality, a lot of people in life, and I've worked in manufacturing for most of my life until last year, Um, I was part of a team at Fire engineer and put in more of a mental health program, mental health awareness, of which I worked with. Um, Newcastle United Foundation and Ollie's Mrs. Ashley (laughs) to set up to be a game changer inside Dyer Engineering, put that in place. And the amount of people had actually come forward and spoke to me about that. And we even had people on the shop floor who'd never spoken to each other, working in different departments, approaching somebody who was part of the mental health team. Never spoken to them before and really opened up. So the whole aspect of talking and this whole idea Stemmed when I was driving from Gloucester back to Newcastle. I'd been in Gloucester working for ER Power. I was driving back up and I was driving through all the nice countryside on the on the motorway just by myself, nobody to talk to. And I'm thinking, I wouldn't mind a ramble. And then I started to ramble. And it's like, oh, I can talk. And I could be outside in the countryside. That's quite mental healthy. Like both of those things combine in one word. That one word could then change, and it will change when we do this on the 17th. A lot of people's lives in that moment, there'll be a lot of people who've never seen each other, never met each other, didn't even know each other existed, will talk on that walk and probably will open up about things that they might have not known was in their mind at that stage but was bringing them down or just wanted to be a part of it. So the idea and the concept and then a little bit of tactical Teamwork on that. Mark, really love your podcast. Really love the people that you speak to, the topics that you cover. So I thought that was then a good insight into the manufacturing sector to get those people who probably don't talk, whether that's that stigma of mental health, that they don't want to talk to other people or they don't admit that they have got an issue. And then Ollie, I've worked with Ollie in the past, the Game Changer Foundation. Uh, um probably 2016, maybe it's 2017-ish. Um, on that which then changed again that sort of topic about working out being a bit fitter doing things that completely changes your mindset and then the the subsequent work that Ollie's done since has then made putting all of this together and the whole thought process behind this I'm going to say satisfying because I know when we then head out hopefully on a, a nicer day than today on November seventeenth, whatever numbers we get, there's going to be people chatting. That taboo subject is going to be broken down, and that oil is going to be put on that door that is gradually quick and open. That all makes sense. Is that
0: <laughs> I love that bit, and, and uh, you know what it is? it links into what Ali says. As well, you know how often do you get three blokes talking about this type of stuff? Do you know what I mean? And the one thing I learned from, i not even the podcast, and we're just talking more about this type of stuff. Is everyone's got. The demons and, and everyone's got things struggling with eight uh, years ago when i started the business i really really struggled and it wasn't actually it wasn't actually necessarily the business it was the being a father for the first time and i didn't really have anyone to talk to i really really struggled looking back as a very dark place and i just dealt with that myself and yeah some really tough days sat in my car by myself with no one to talk to and um people probably just presume i might be struggling because he's stressful in business, but I think he's actually struggling to not being a worthy parent. And these are sort of stuff, which not only men, but I think men don't deal with it as well because we're not good at talking. And I wasn't good at talking. I think now I'd probably have the mechanisms and support network around me to do so, but stuff like this, like you say if, if five people turn up or, or 400 people turn up, you know, it doesn't really matter as long as one person is benefits from what we're trying to do. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it should be great. I mean the the details obviously will near the time will properly organise, but correct me if I'm wrong, lads, but I think the plan will be to meet at twelve, twelve fifteen, set off from um from Whitburn. Um that's it's, it's sort of like a sack of pronounce that sorta of, sort of Lighthouse. How do you pronounce it? I'm not welcome, oh, uh, man. I remember. Yeah. I am well, a Sheffield well, man, I don't know well, doing justice.
1: Yeah. Okay, so I'm a Yorkshireman as well. Let's <laughs> go with our our local Geordie. How do you say yeah. that?
0: So, exactly that. The plan will be set off. We'll have some topics that Ollie's going to give us, and it's just going to be some open sharing, open conversations. We'll probably, hopefully, speak to different people, switch who you're talking to, and just just enjoy, like Ollie says, just, like Adam says, just being out and about, walking, mm-hmm. rambling, and really looking forward to it. So, uh, it should be great. I've, missed I've
2: had just this week five people add me on LinkedIn, Seeing yeah. they're looking forward to the walk, seeing they're looking forward to the ramble, great,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, th- I, I think so that. far that there's about third people from about thirty or forty different companies uh, uh, have clicked to to come. So let's hope these things roam arms and legs. And and we just got to because you know manufacturing it's manufacturing ramble on. You know, I'm a supplier to the manufacturing um, network. Adam works in it. Manufacturing is probably a perfect sector to do this for because it is very male dominated. And actually, you know, when we first spoke, Ollie, about the the statistics behind mental health and the um, the age range, it kind of hits exactly where, you know, what manufacturers are. So traditional people who probably definitely aren't used to talking with this type of stuff. So it's the perfect industry to do this for.
1: I think so. Uh, and I'm so excited that that both of you have jumped on this and that we're starting to have these conversations in in society and in, in this industry. Because I mean, those statistics that we went over last time, and and we were unfortunately talking about deaths, and I think that's the most powerful bit, but the statistics are the result of behaviours, aren't they, really? Like, they're the result of a series of people behaving in a particular way. And and those – sorry about that noise. That's my uh, (laughs) – that's Pinterest sending me an email for some reason. Um, (laughs) I think the the reason why those statistics exist and the reason why those – there's a higher increase of uh, men who die as a result of suicide because of the behaviors or because of the way of which we think men need to behave in society and and the construction industry the manufacturing industry these are kind of areas in which are are dominated by men who believe that they shouldn't discuss how they feel um or they've not even got sometimes they've not even got the way to be able to describe how they feel. It it can be really quite difficult to be able to tell somebody what's happening in your head. Um, and we're probably, I'm sorry that I might be going over the stuff that we mentioned in the podcast, but it's something I'm passionate about. It's it's the hangover of previous generations, isn't it? I, I talk about my dad and my granddad quite a lot and, and about how they just didn't have the ability to be able to describe how they feel. Um, And as a result of that, they ultimately buried a lot of things They were also under those pressures that you mentioned there as well, Mark, which is around parenting. And and we lived in a generation where our mothers didn't work. So that meant that the one person who brought money home to the house was our dads. And our dads, if they didn't go to work, our families didn't eat. And, And if they didn't go to work because their mental health was poor... Then that would not have been accepted. Like you can go to work if you've lost your leg or if you've broke your back. That's okay. I can see that. You're allowed to not go to work today. But you don't want to go to work because you don't feel very good. Well, no, not having that, you've got to go to work. So all of that kind of forms this cocktail of of what we might have in, in some of these industries now. Um, but there's there's modern problems as well that people who who are in those companies and in those industries deal with, which is kind of what does it mean to be a man now? It's really quite tricky to try and understand how should I behave without causing an upset or insult to other people? I think that's something that a lot of men tend to really shy away from and be quite scared about. Um, how do I kind of, how do I behave so that I don't cause other people to be upset and insulted? Um, it's, diffi- it's difficult. Think, well, well, Sorry, go on, Adam, yeah. I
2: was, if, if you think about just exactly what you're saying there, Ali, and if we just reference exactly what Mark said before, Mark, you said there's 40 different companies have clicked yes. If we think of the ripple effect, if one person from mm. each of those 40 companies comes, they feel different. They think, actually, this could be quite powerful. Mm. Not necessarily for the next event that we do, they might not come to another event, but that first event that they have come to with us, how many lives could then be changed from that one person yep. thinking, I'll go for a walk and have a ramble, which then ties in exactly what Ollie said about how they behave, how they understand. That could then change so many yeah. people's lives. But just yeah. one person attending one event, one 10K ramble. It's, when you think of it like that, that ripple effect could be
1: yeah. massive. And it's not just relating to kind of the ripple effect on the individual, say, let's say, hypothetically, men's life. Presumably, the majority of the men would be um, in heterosexual relationships, which means that they may have kids, which means that all of a sudden their kids are going to be brought up better by dads who, who are mentally well. It also means that dads might actually go, you know what? For me to be mentally well, I want to be a dad. I want to be a parent. I want to be there for my kids, which means that I'm going to take more of the parenting responsibilities, which relieves my my wife the ability to be able to go off and progress her career, which all of a sudden means that we've got women in society who are able to contribute better, and not better, that's a terrible way of saying it, who are able to um, advance more within the career. like, and, and that's one way that we can start to challenge things like our gender pay gap. So, what we're basically saying is this ramble is going to solve the world, really. Isn't
0: it? <laughs> exactly. Oh, <that. laughs> 100%. And, 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 I, and I, I absolutely can't wait, lads. I think it's me superb. And, and, like you say, if it's something that we can do annually, you know, why not? Let's uh, start. So, perfect. So, to get involved, obviously, I'll be, you know, this will be on various platforms, but I'll put a link on each one. There is a LinkedIn link event on there. Which is probably the easiest way, but it's not the only way, because some people obviously aren't on LinkedIn. So if not, please contact any any of us three. We'll be sending out information near to at a time. Relatively straightforward. It's gonna be meet at which lighthouse, Adam. Sota. That one at uh, at twelve o'clock. Um, it's a fair sized car park, so unless we have a thousand people turn up, we should be all right. If not, we'll be parking down the street. So, but um, let's create a bit of a movement. So, uh, I absolutely can't wait. So, look once again, lads, thank you very much for for this. I can't wait for it. Looking forward to it, and not too long to wait now, is it? No.
2: So sure, hope, hopefully, yeah. this the storm's gone and the the ground's dry. The absolutely,
0: it'll be sunny. Thank you, lads. I'll wrap that up. Appreciate it.